welcome to the Boost Up a podcast, a journey to self-discovery. I am your host, Khulud Smail, and if you didn't hit the subscribe button yet, please do so you won't miss any of the episodes. My guest for today is Kasia Lech. She's a single mom working in one of the biggest oil and gas company in international assignment with big responsibilities when it comes to money and people. She's an engineer with MBA and master's degree. She's a project manager, and she is a senior professional coach. Kasia is the ambassador of work-life balance, specialized in transforming teams and organization and supporting women in their careers. She's passionate about delivering exceptional business results through people's personal development. Hello, Kasia, and welcome to this special episode uh, with you about stress and how do we manage our stress. I am so uh, grateful that you are uh, with me today. Oh, thank you so much, Krut, and the pleasure, pleasure is mine. I'm always more than happy to share my experience, and uh, I had a plenty of uh, lessons learned from my life, and I think it's important to talk about it so that other people could also learn from it. I would like to start with a quote from Susan David. She is a psychologist. She said, avoiding stress is impossible but we can adjust our relationship to stress. It doesn't have to own us, we can own it. Kasia, how does this resonate with you? Well, I have to say that I really fully agree with that. And I will tell you why. But before I tell you why, I need to say that only lately I understood what that means, right? So there is always a journey from everybody to learn uh, about ourselves and our, our, our life and how we respond to different situations. And if we think what stress is, it is actually a fraction. It is pressure above resilience. That is the definition of stress, right? And many people are still trying to reduce pressure in our life. We can to a certain extent. However, we will never be super um, effective in it because life goes crazy, right? With the, with the digitalization everywhere, with heavy workload, with doing more with less and everything what we do and implement in the corporate world, uh, pressure will be only higher, right? We can mitigate that in our private life, in work life, it's gonna be much more difficult. So what we should actually focus on is resilience. Mm -hmm. Because again, it is a fraction, pressure above resilience, right? So the higher resilience we have, the lower fraction is itself and fraction is stress, right? So we should really use our time and energy to find our own ways, how we want to build resilience for ourselves. And it's actually easier done than people think. Oh, that's great. How did you manage to build up your resilience, uh, Katia? Mm -hmm. What are your tips from your own personal experience? Yeah, and it will not be just something that I developed myself. There are smarter people than I who develop a number of different tools, and I was just testing them, and I found my own. Um, the first, by far, the first thing is just to get the basics right, right? So 
you need to maintain sleep. That's number one. Yeah? So I'm very, very strict and disciplined about my sleeping pattern. Um, you need to, we need to maintain our health on the right level. So the food, you know, we are what we eat. If we're gonna eat a lot of sugar, we know what sugar does to our brain. It basically creates us very moody. That's what it does, right? Until we get another dose of sugar. So if eating healthy, there are plenty of good foods um, that trigger certain happy chemicals in our brain, which directly links to our resilience, right? Another thing is um, exercises. So we are energy, right? So we need to make sure that we move our energy inside our body. And we are also social animals, right? We need to socialize with people. Um, and there are plenty of studies that show um, what kind of neurotransmitters are triggered in the brain, which, which directly talk about resilience. Um, when we sleep, when we eat, when we are kind to other people, when we exercise. So for me, getting the basics right is number one. And I'm considered, especially in work environment, which is pretty, um, it's probably one of the most difficult that exists in my company, where, where I am at this moment. And I'm considered as a person who's always cheerful, happy with high resilience. And I always respond to my peers in the same thing. It doesn't happen this way, just like that. I make an effort to build my resilience and to maintain it every single day. Being a single mom and having not an easy job, how are you able to, to build up this uh, routine or this, you know, this basis? How do you get this basis done? So let, so let me maybe tell you how my day look like. Maybe that will help you to a little bit um, um, understand how I, how I operate. And after I finish my work, I start another work, which is being mom, which is by far the most important, right? Um, so I, I like having some structure and a frame for, for the way how I operate, the way how I live my day giving also a space for any, 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 any free time I want. So I get up in the morning and I always start my day with a meditation, right? So the way how I start my day is extremely important. It is 30 minutes of me time. It's just me and me and nobody else. And I can lie on a bed if I don't want to meditate and just, just be without even thinking about anything. Uh, or I just sit and I meditate. Um, then I spend time with my son, I wake him up and we have breakfast together. And then when he goes to school, I start my routine at work. I always have my to-do list and I have not to-do list. And I'm very brutal in it, right? So I focus on things that are important and I don't allow people to to disrespect the boundaries for my to-do or not to-do list, right? And I do it in a very respectful manner. And during the day, I always block my calendar after one and a half hour each session for 15 minutes just to walk away from my laptop. And now we all work from home, right? So it's even more difficult to have that discipline. So I just go on my balcony and take some sunshine. 
I can play with my cats, I can have a meal, I can have a cup of coffee, whatever it is, just clear my head just for this very few minutes. Um, I really try not to eat and work in the same time. It, um, you know, it's really bad for our digestion, so I try not to do that. And I always have something nice to drink. So I have uh, sparkling water, my favorite. I have my herbal drinks. I actually even have a special lamp with aromatherapy. So if I know the day is hard, I just light it up. And you know, any, anytime I look at that lamp and I'm looking right now as we speak, it always brings me back on the right track. Another thing which I developed during my work uh, is observing myself, how I respond to what is happening in work. I have plenty of confrontational discussions in my work, um, and not only with external parties, but also internal negotiations happening. And often I just have to say to people, no, and they don't, they don't like it. So I need to observe myself. So there's also special meditation. It calls second bird meditation when we actually teach people how to look at ourselves almost from like theater point of view, mm-hmm. uh, from external point of view, where I actually can name, mm, I feel a little bit discomfort in my stomach, right? Or I feel... I feel that my blood pressure is increasing when I'm hearing what that person is telling me. And then first number, first thing is to admit to myself, this is what I feel. And the second thing is why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Is it because he doesn't agree with me and I don't like it? Is it because he doesn't agree with me and I think he's right and I don't like that? You know, whatever it is, just to have this kind of investigation inside me, what is it? And then the last step is I actually say it out loud, right? And I say it to people, you know, I started feeling a bit uncomfortable uh, hearing those statements. And it, it, it is just magical thing happening uh, in, in, in order to, 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 to manage vibration and dimension um, uh, uh, within uh, within discussion and then you know if I had a tough discussion I have another break just to cool down if I need to and then my son comes back from work uh, from school sorry and I finish my work and that's uh, done for my work uh, and then we just have fun. We talk about, uh, you know, um, what he had at school and we have a meal together. And then in the evening, what is also important, I have always me time again. So 8 p.m. It is a time when my son goes to his room. He's after shower and he has one hour of his own me time. And then I have me time for myself. I can read the book. I can watch a movie. Um, and and then and then during weekend is whatever we uh, whatever we feel like doing. Um, but it's very clear, distinguished between work and and home. And I close that door mentally in my in my head as well. How did you come to the, the me time into your program, and how uh, serious are you about it? How did you develop yeah. such a habit, uh, Kasia? So I think I think it starts with awareness that it is important. Mm-hmm. And it is important for everybody. 
yeah. that's number one yeah? it is it is it is our time to reflect the day to allow ourselves to feel and think whatever we want to feel and think right very often in the evening my me time is actually i go for a walk right and then there's another study which shows that walking can heal any emotions actually it's also a very interesting book i can share the title with you is uh, uh, just walking can heal whatever you are feeling right and they are even now bringing that knowledge to to hospitals treating depression through certain movement of our eyes as we would walk right so how powerful it is so it starts with awareness and second thing I, I i believe that and even though my son is 11 and i always have contract with him how we want to be happy and live together in our own home and we we do it since he was three right and of course the contract when he was three years old looks different than than how it is uh, now so he understand how important it is for me to just be alone to close the day so that next day I can get up uh, with, with the, a smile on my face. And it's also role model for him. So he understand that too, that having this time for himself and reading book, for example, or drawing, whatever, which does not um, bring any electronics to bed, obviously, uh, it's actually healing. And then because you feel good, you feel good. So it's almost like biofeedback to you. If you feel good about it, you want to do it more. And don't get me wrong. I also have a days when I have really bad day and I'm just so tired. And it is 8 p.m. And my self-talk is, is talking to me, Okasha, come on, open a glass of wine, you know, have a glass of wine, watch another 10 times probably Hobbs and Show is a great comedy, right? You're going to have fun. Yeah. But this is where self-parenting plays role, right? So whenever I have this self-talks, negative self-talks, which would deviate me from doing what is right thing to do for me I just need to be more disciplined and and, and self-parenting myself saying Kasia glass of wine for Thursday or Friday now put your shoes on and I always have my playlist so I almost condition my brain if I listen certain music for me it's runtime so I, I, I just listen to music and I already have a boost of energy and I want to go for a run I want to go for a walk and usually even when I start walking after two songs, I find myself running because I feel like it. Um, yeah, so self-parenting is actually extremely important. And once I just leave my apartment and I'm already downstairs, I know that I did the right thing because I feel great, you know? We know what is good and what is not good for ourselves, but it's... I mean, I personally found it not easy. It took me a lot of time, you know, to be able to convince myself, like I need to go to the gym three times in the week. And once this COVID came and the all the gyms are closed, I just stopped 
doing anything and I know I can go in a state to the park, for example, and I am not doing that and I'm not happy with that my, with myself. So I hope nobody will do what I'm doing. I want to learn from you. How do you do this self-parenting? It, it sounds really yeah. amazing and powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and it took me some time to learn that too, right? That's why I said in the beginning, everybody has own journey, right? Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, I love version of myself today. And I would not like it to go back to who I was 10 years ago, right? So what I find out works for me very well, and I know it works for many people, is actually making a schedule. We teach that our kids, right? Even, even now, in, you know, um, in my son's uh, school, they... they ask us as a parent to put a weekly schedule on the fridge you know when my son will do homework from math when he will do english we should do it for ourselves right so i have my yoga on sundays and wednesday i have my spa treatment i have you know i put things into a schedule mm -hmm. and when you put things into your schedule and it is available for you to look at it you you condition yourself subconsciously mm -hmm. right so it is just happening without you wanting to happen it just happened by 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 observing the schedule through your eyes and eyes and nerve system right so we need to be be aware of that too and the second thing is uh, um i read the other day about fantastic studies i read a lot about different psychological studies as you know, and, 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 and how our brain works. And um, they found out that there is such a three seconds rule. So if you wanna do something, and if you don't do it within three seconds, you will not do it. Yeah, your motivation goes down immediately. So when an idea comes to you, I'm gonna give a call to my friend. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do it after three seconds, your brain starts producing self-talk against that action right so i even don't allow myself to have an option of not going for a walk at 8 p.m unless i agree with me like today i want to read this book which i just bought yesterday and i have for three days reading book yeah if i don't agree that with myself and it is today, today is now after 5 p.m. So in, in less than three hours, it's gonna be 8 p.m. I don't allow myself to even start thinking, oh, what I'm gonna do now? No, 8 p.m. I put my shoes on, right? So if only we allow to create a space to thinking what we are gonna do, then I can guarantee you, your brain will produce hundred reasons what you should do mm. and why you should not go for a walk in my case so i just and if i recognize any thought coming to my mind i'm just like shut it like walk away right and i almost sometimes visualize if i get thoughts in my head which i don't like i just visualize that i just blow them away like i just blow them away just walk away i don't want to swear but sometimes i swear like go away and then, not necessarily polite way i love you but now go away right yeah. because now i need to put my shoes on yeah. i like it i like thank you very much Kesia.
for today and I am hoping that we will have another time. You are very much welcome uh, and, and hope it would be uh, something useful for your listeners and I'm more than happy to come back whenever you need me. Thank it you so will. much. This is what I have got for this episode. And if you love it, please share it on your Facebook or Instagram story. And tag me at holud.ismail, K-H-O-L-O-U-D dot I-S-M-A-I-L. And remember, sharing is caring. And I wish you a wonderful day. Yeah.